Ray's going to bring us in. Uh, wait, what? Well, you've been pointing at me this whole time. Surprise. Welcome to the Waddell Show podcast. Rest in peace, Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee and Danny Hodge. But we're going to try to get over the sadness, and we're going to get into some fun here on the podcast. What's the episode about today? I mean, what is... I just want to start with, What's you know, that other Brody that, that he lo- like looked up Bruiser to? Bruiser Brody? That's it. I've been trying to think uh, about that for two days. I was like, but I didn't want to look it up because I was like, he's a legend. I know his name. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I Who feel is like it? if my name was Frank Goodish, I would make that my wrestling name. I mean, look at like some of these wrestlers have the best real names, but then they use fake names. Like um, another one, uh, fucking what's his name? Dean Ambrose. Real name? Jonathan Good. Did you know that I have I wouldn't use that. an issue talking in my sleep? Uh, what do you say? Do the you other day, I'm going to leave all the details out, but I'll just say that I, I was sleeping next to someone the other day who told me that during my sleep, as I was, they were trying to wake me up, right? And uh, I must have been talking in my sleep when I told you this. Yeah. As I was, uh, as I was waking up, I said, they said, I said, what time is it? And they said, four o'clock. And I said, PM. I said, wake me up at 420. It's okay because I've been dreaming about the THC. Just be a pothead at this point. First of all, if I'm dreaming about pot, that's one thing. I've, I've never smoked pot, by the way. But if I'm dreaming about pot, that's one thing. But who the fuck in their sleep calls it the THC? The THC? You were dreaming about Kenny Holmes and Lucas Tyler? Uh, no, I don't think so. They have nothing to do with the with the time 420, by the way. Um, so not? Well, let's go Tyler ahead. Tyler Holmes Connection. We'll go ahead and get it. Tyler Holmes Cannabis. Go ahead and get an announcement. They uh, could have marketed that at the top of the podcast here. Next week is the season finale. I thought we were going to wait till next week to say that. Now no, no one's going to listen. You can't. No, what? That that's more. They're more inclined to listen. Oh, the last one. What's the last one about? We're going to get in trouble. The last one's going to be a shorter podcast, but we're going to talk about the year end awards. So if you were curious on who got what awards this year in the WWA and for what, we're going to break down the year end awards. Also, next week. Uh, if you'd like to be angry, um, you were going to set out of this podcast. And I was gonna have another co-host uh, in the um, in the in the vein of Stonewall. We were gonna have Stonewall Part Two, but that didn't happen because something happened to his car. So everyone, if you see Stonewall, tell him to go to hell for not coming back on the podcast. And now it's retired forever. Do you think that people would have actually season. cared? I think that would have been more inclined to make people not want to listen. Yeah, it probably would have been a letdown anyway because I was like, let's actually talk about your wrestling career instead of you just shitting on everybody. Hmm. He's like, okay. Well. This week, you know what we're going to talk about? It's pretty. Nova. It's pretty. No. Okay. Not that shitty. It's That'd pretty. Short it, it's pretty simple, and we can you know ad lib as we go through this. But we're going to talk about sort of what twenty twenty one, especially in the early stages, sort of holds for the WWE. We're day twenty one. Stimulus 21, checks. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Well, what's yeah. your favorite twenty one Savage song? I don't know what the hell that is. Would it be Pussy? Yes. Or a I lo- lot. I love Pussy. <laughs> pussy is great. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a song, but it might be. Um. Anyway, so we've, we're debuting in two towns coming up. Two towns. Do you want to get a rundown on when those are and where they're at? This Saturday, we will debut in Eddieville. Oh my Someone God. did not silence their cell phone oh during the movie. That's our referee, Devin. Devin. Oh, we could have brought him on the podcast, but then that'd be a reason to quit. Um, this Saturday, we debut in Eddieville for WWA Hysteria Survival, the season six premiere. I'm just glad we get to bring Hysteria back, and through all the Hysteria that was 2020, we actually get to wrestle again, hopefully, if nothing bad happens before now and then. So I think it was pretty cool because we were set up to do Curtain Call, and then eventually it was like, oh, Curtain Call. It was literally a Curtain Call. Curtain Call is like not going to happen, and then once we decided we'd have this, it was like, well, the matches from Curtain Call still need to happen, but we can't call it Curtain yeah, Call. Yeah, I still need to win the WWE Championship. So what better name to call it after we have managed to survive this year than Survival? Don't speak too soon. Well. We still got a few days left. JC, what are you looking forward to? Well, I was looking forward to my match, but you still haven't told me what the mystery team I have to face There's is. Not, There's no mystery You're team. You're not even booked, buddy. No mystery team? So you've led me on for months about this. Well, there was going to be now, a mystery team. And they now, got COVID and died, actually. Uh, the, actually, yeah, the whole booking decision there got COVID and the died. Believe it or not, it was going to be Rocky Johnson and uh, Zeus. Nice. Debo, but then, you know, shit happened. We would have required you and Caden to get COVID and pass away in order for that match to happen. Well, I did get COVID. I don't know about him. I did get permission from the Lord. <laughs> so, Alfred Hayes? No, just the Lord. Uh, the like Warlord, Lord, like L O R D E, that had that one song. No, about... no, no. I thought that was Lord. The Lord, the Lord. 
Oh, like Gandhi. Lord Stephen Regal. No, 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 no. The big one. Oh, uh, Lord. Think, think a little more invisible. Lord Humongous, think the li- big one. No, think a little more invisible and possibly non-existent. Lord of the Rings. Oh. Lord uh, Vader. Corlin Moore's wrestling talent. Oh, Lord, my God. Lord Vader. Anyway, the, I had the match book. The Lord gave me... I can't keep saying that. Gave me permission to use you guys and the deceased wrestlers, aforementioned by the superstar Ray Waddell, to have a big tag team match in the heavens. Hmm. But then the joke's on me because it's you and Caden, so the match ain't happening there. Unless you guys die before survival. Let's, you guys want to arrange that? that? Yeah, but if they die before survival, we can't call the event survival. I mean, we survived. <laughs> Partial survivals. Uh, well, with all the deaths in wrestling here lately, we better shut the fuck up. Yeah, this I don't is really not believe in light of people actually dying. I don't really believe in karma or anything, but I mean, there has been a bunch. I started it with a rest in peace thing that I was meant from the heart, so I'm not shitting on anyone that's actually died. No, I think enough time now depressing. has passed that people have accepted it. But it's actually just depressing. It sucks, and then you get on the internet and you see this stuff almost every day. Somebody's dying. I mean, it's not a contest, but I was more hit by the Pat Patterson death. And I understand Patterson was what, 80? Nine in hundred. But, but, but the thing is, he's a gay man. So that's double time. What? Dog years. You go through some shit, you know, that's like dog years. They age seven years every year. No, gay, gay people don't age like straight people. I don't know. I know one guy, he's got crow's feet. I won't say his name. What are you talking about? Crow's feet are? No. That's those things in the corner of your eyes when you get old. Like old people get like old bats. I don't know. How do you not know what crow's feet are? You're getting them. I mean, I don't have any. I don't have a wrinkle on my face. Your whole forehead's wrinkled. You got gig marks. My forehead. I'm I'm happy about my forehead because it makes me look like Triple H, circa 1998. Same nose too. You're one to talk. My dumb noses. Anyway, so what about the other town we're going to be running? And then one week after that, after this Saturday, which is in Eddieville, we will go to Corbin, Kentucky, on January 9th for Bulletproof where I will renew a feud that was once match of the year, which we'll get into next year, next week, maybe, which is also next year, right? Did you know? Technically, next week's podcast will be next year. Yeah, next year when we return, I'm going to get into it. We're releasing a new podcast next year. And Alexander Knight will fight in a Corbin Street fight, which means I'm bringing a bucket of KFC, baby. That's where the first ever KFC was. Colonel Sanders is from that area. So did you know you had originally given me shit? You've named, and I actually like the name Bulletproof. You named that event last year. Did I? You know what I named it after? The Fifty Cent video game. I, f- I figured as much. And it was also when people were taking shots at us, and we decided to make it the show free. And we're like, we're Bulletproof. You can't take your shots, bitch. Ray, so you used to have a crap. collection of games and DVDs in your room. Were you just sitting there looking at all these names and going, that would work? I that was probably wouldn't. doing what I did with all the other names that I've named and looking at Eminem albums. And no. I ran out and I was like, well, no. I should look at 50 Cent albums. JC's dead on because there was one time back in June 2012 Ray's like, you know what? We should have an event called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I think that'd be a good idea. Shit would have drew, I too. said, that ain't going to work. We could call it Chris Waddell's Pro Wrestling 1 Underground. Anyway, so... They all took that shit. Here's, here's the point I'm trying to make with it. Do you know that you were giving me shit early on about our event names because you were like, well, we've got the Final Countdown. We've got Zero Hour. We've got uh, Battle Lines. Collision we've got Course. Uh, collision Course. So Final so Countdown, Battle Lines, Zero Hour. Shitty companies in fucking So Tennessee. not only were they like one, two names uh, or two word names... But they were also sort of event names that would, I don't know, they signified a here and now. Like, think about Zero Hour, here and now, right? Well. I thought it was like I thought it was like the 90s in WWF when everything was just about the world ending. Like Armageddon, and then like WCW had World War Three. It was like everything was about like war back then. The war. So a lot of the names. To settle the score that you thought And you I got invented. to the point, because in JC had made mention, we got to the point in 2016, 17, JC brought up to me the idea of, Calling an event, was it you? Yes. No. Yeah, it, was it wasn't. Me. Who am I confusing you for? I Andrew know. Hunter. Oh God. Same Andrew guy. Hunter. Same. Same guy. Anyway, what we did. I've never. Hey, hey, hey! He's a listener. He's Is a. He? I don't know. Did he steal the headphones from Walmart? Oh, going? speaking of that, I got two theft stories I need to tell you. Remind me. All right. Well, let me it's finish me, this. Andrew Hunter brought it. I thought it was you because you're the music guy, but you've never been a big Metallica guy, have you? I like Metallica, but I've never thought in a million years that you would take that as a show name. Hardware to self-destruct. Hardware? Do you mean hardwired? Hardware? (laughs) Hardware to self-destruct. You work at the fucking... Listen, number one, I just woke up. Number two, I'm only halfway through a cup of coffee. Number three, I got to go to work, so bear with me. All right. So what happens is we start getting into these names where we're talking about destroying our company. We're... 
hardwired to self-destruct. Now our names have evolved into names where we're talking about living, surviving. We're, we're, we're survival. Well, we're bulletproof. Well, we do have one called Kill Shot. Are we going to have a show called Living on a Prayer? E- That's after we pass away. Can we have one where we have no technology called Living on a Prairie? We'll Dog. A little wrestling show on a prairie? Yeah, anyway, that's what pretty were you much to say because I, I was going to say I got a message from your referee Devin that says, "Hey, I paid for my license to be renewed earlier this month, and I was wondering how I could tell if it was renewed or not." You go on the same site that you renewed it on, bud. Text him back. Tell him to call me. We'll put him on the podcast. Okay, that ought to be good. Okay, that well, what I mean by good is extremely boring. I'm going to guarantee you he won't know anything to say. No, okay. Devin does well, really good though. We could, what? That would What's be he do good at. Refereeing. Oh, you know what he does better at? Refereeing. Helping me hang Christmas lights. He came in in the clutch, because I wasn't about to climb to the top of my fucking ceiling. I let him climb it on some off-level ground. Devin did it. Right, that boy's pitching toad as a motherfucker. You gonna and get him to climb a ladder? Yeah, when I gotta take him down, I'm gonna call him. There he is! Alright. What kind of ringtone is that? Devin, you're on the podcast right now. We're recording live. Alright, cool. All right, so what Can are you, you doing? Count to three? Because uh, we, we look, we've taken bets here. I don't think you're going to say anything entertaining. Right now, I'm working. Hey, can you tell us about what you used to talk about on your YouTube channel? You're both talking at the same time. Say that again, Ray. Tell us about what you used to talk about on your YouTube channel about slight dick and uh, semen evaluations. So you want to hear about semen retention? Yeah. <laughs> If you had to give me a one-minute synopsis on what you're talking about there, what would it be? And why it's good. Okay, semen retention in one minute is all about improving your masculinity. I bet you only last All it minute. is is where you don't masturbate or have sex with women, where your testosterone will boost up. What about men? Women will be more attracted to you. You will also have better games in the gym. And We can the- tell by your body. Okay, hey, listen, since you're cutting out, let me ask you a question. Can you he hear me? He not hit his time, does he? Yeah. Okay. You're saying it's to in- increase masculinity, but you also said you can't have sex with women and you can't come, essentially. What if Ejaculate. You just, what if you just had sex with a man and didn't come? Is that okay? As long as you don't finish. Technically, yes. If you don't come, it is completely fine. That just sounds like torture. So if you participate in edging, this works? Yes. On this day, <laughs> I'm not coming. Okay, and what was your other uh, your other video about? This is Ray's asking questions. About being mean to women. Now, he, is he dating your sister-in-law? Yes. About what? How to treat women? Yes. Horribly. Uh, it's being a leader. Like, uh, being a leader in any area of your life pretty much will also show you ways to improve your Devin, relationship. Devin, did you or did you not say... necessarily isn't wanting to hold you by your balls your entire damn life. Devin, Devin, like Devin, <laughs> listen to you. You're interrupted. That was a good little line there. Ray, go ahead. Devin, uh, was it, is it true or not that one of your statements was, it don't matter what that bitch says, she's getting the, the shrimp basket? No. <laughs> it's funny that Devin says all this, but at Christmas time, when I seen him, uh, his girlfriend said, jump, and he said, how high, with his tail tucked between his legs. Oh, my God. Listen, they're shooting on you over here, but you realize that not all women are wanting to just put a control on a guy. And, Shit. And you, you've since had a little difference of opinion, a change of heart, right? Yeah. Yeah. He so, let me ask you a question. Where'd you learn this stuff at? Was it Was it on the internet, or did you have some shitty friends that told you this stuff, or what? Uh, I follow, I paid, uh, $747. Good uh, God! Wait a minute, you paid 747 Oh my God. Yeah, yes, $747. That's where his name come uh, from. He needs a life coach, too. Uh, to work with this, uh, guy named Elliot Wolf, who makes millions right now, and all in teaching people better masculinity, okay. and... Uh, having Devin. a better relationship with your wife and so forth. Gotcha, Devin, gotcha. I got a question for my brother real quick. Um, uh, I just want you to hear this. So someone got this idiot to pay them $747 to talk to him online and let you and you gave him training for free? You realize you could have got like OVW money out of this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Devin's doing good. Right before you called, I put over you being a really good referee on the – on the uh, podcast, and I know your aspirations are to get in the ring and actually uh, tussle a little bit. But how have you? How have you enjoyed? Tussle. How have you enjoyed? Uh, hey, Devin, oh I put my you God. over. I put you over for hanging my Christmas lights too. 
I'm gonna need you to take those down next year. Chris put you over for being pigeon toed. Well, what I said, <laughs> what I said was, it's a bird. I said uh, Ray. Ray said he had you climbing a ladder to the top of his damn house, and I said that boy's pigeon toed. Why are you having him climb a damn ladder? <laughs> yeah, see, it was good, right? Not insulting at all. Anyway, my question is, uh, how are you enjoying refereeing so far? Do you think Do you think you're better than Ben? And be honest. Do I think I'm better than Ben? This is a perfect uh, place to start shit. The best way for me to put this is Ben's taught me a lot, and I feel like he's harder than, on me than most would be just because he feels like that reflects how well he taught me, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty good at this point, and I, I'm hey, pretty Devin? sure I could possibly out-ref Ben. <laughs> oh, out Devin, uh, now that we're all here, uh, how do you feel about my brother powerbombing your little skinny pigeon ass? Well, I have no uh, comment on that because I don't want to get powerbombed again. Uh, well, that's a good answer. But listen, we've got a podcast to finish recording. It was good talking to you briefly. Wow, Say goodbye that. to the listeners. Goodbye, guys. Say right. goodbye in Belgium to the Belgium guy. Talk to you later. Wow, that segment just – good thing we're quitting next week because you can't beat that. Yeah, I, listen, I like Devin. I think that I think that the company's better with him. Do you realize that hey, Devin, Devin is a good guy? Except you, for do, his hair. Do you realize that <laughs> Devin used to come to shows like way back when? There's even a picture of he and I. It's interesting because he looks a lot younger because he was, and I actually look older than you I do. You know, now. Devin's mother cussed me out at the gas station for you booking shows too far away. Okay. The quote was, "I ain't effing driving him. He better find an effing ride. I'll give him money for an effing hotel." And I said, "I'm sorry." And I was yeah, so, Ray, you've you've ordered a lot of custom knee pads and stuff. I got a question. How quick if I order knee pads tomorrow? Do you think I can get them by Saturday? Because I no, can't find because, my knee pads. Uh, your president screwed everything up. I can't find my knee pads. Oh well, it looks like you're going Cody Rhodes. You know what'd be funny? Borrow Michael Cadence, and when one of you on the ring apron, the other has to switch out knee pads. I'm sure someone's got some extra pads. It'd be a good gimmick. Why are we talking I mean, about that here? I mean, look, at one point, Nick Depp didn't own gear of his own besides boots, and he'd show up and just find what everyone else has in the locker room and somehow put together an outfit. I feel like you had a good segue because you talked about Devin's mother being upset about shows too far away, and I'm assuming she's talking about Corbin because Eddieville's yeah, not far. Well, I mean, it's about an hour. Corbin? Eddieville. <laughs> Corbin's about three and a half with the time change. Everyone out there, remember, there is a time change, and the show does start at 6 o'clock. You might have to leave a little early. From the studio, Eddieville is 52 minutes, according to the GPS. 52 minutes, and look up Corbin From right the studio, now, from right here. From the studio, 52 yeah. minutes. But if you drive like Chris Waddell, you make it there in about 35 minutes. Unless you blow up your engine, then you don't. Or get another speeding ticket. Or sleep at the hooks. Evansville, where's that at? Uh, if you find the, there's a Hux in Boone. I missed the call from Devin. No, 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 it's in Newburgh. Newburgh. At any yep. Saturday after an Evansville show at about 3 a.m., if you see a truck with the WA logo on it, my brother is passed out, freezing his ass off. I'll, or he might be broke down on the side of the road and Tyler Hawkins might just drive by. From the studio, <laughs> yeah, Corbin. Not, not even check on a motherfucker. What? He was a hill before he was a hill. Uh, that was mean. From the studio, Corbin's three and a half hours. Away. Yeah, see? So, I mean, and we understand. Before, 218 miles. Before anyone out there blows a gasket, we appreciate all your loyalty, but we do understand if there's certain shows you can't make. We get it. We're still trying to grow. Yeah, no, I, I think. But and I think you should make it. I will say, Corbin is probably, I'm not saying we won't do more shows that out of the way uh, as spot shows, but our audience has been so loyal. It's not like that I take great pride in running these shows where our regular audience aren't going to be able to go. I actually want all of our audience to be able to come to every show. However, that's the reason why, one of the reasons why, um, Corbin's not going to be a regular thing. I think we'll try to get into Corbin once every three months or so, maybe four months. You just wait until you see this Corbin crowd. You're going to be wait, down there every week. Didn't you say that once about Evansville, though? You said, hey, we're going to oh, run yeah. Evansville quarterly, and then it quickly became every month. Or twice a month. Well, to be fair, number one, Evansville's an hour away, not not three hours. And number two, Evansville was very good to us. And I'm not saying Corbin won't be, but the Evansville crowd really comes out to support us. And and that was also during a period of time where people were trying to convince us, and since we're talking about towns, we might as well talk about this anyway, people were trying to convince us that Evansville was a, uh, was a no man's land because the only way that you could draw anybody was to bleed all over the fucking place. And we come in and prove them very wrong very quickly. How have you liked thing? I've wrestled in Corbin one time, and the crowd was pretty electric. I think with our show and our production, our wrestlers, the sky's the limit. I think even if it's every other month, I think once we get in there, 
the juice will be worth the squeeze, if you know what I'm saying. How would you um, how would you rate their show? So, th- what, what company was it that used to I don't, run? I'm not shitting on nobody. They're good. It's people. TSW. Okay. How but, would you rate on a scale of one to ten? Ten being the absolute best show. Don't you fucking well, kayfabe me on, on these. Let's numbers. say if I look at us as ten. Because I'm not trying to compare anybody like fucking WWE or fucking billion dollar companies. But if we're 10, in my mind, they're like a six, five. Really? Okay, where is uh, where is Ian Rotten's IWA at? Um, Don't fuck with me, Ray. You better answer these questions. I'm giving it a 10. I still work, <laughs> I, I still work there, baby. So I wasn't paying attention to the question. Were you comparing... Were you comparing like production or just like crowd wise what they drew? No, 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 not crowd at all. They had a hell of a crowd. Production, talent, overall, just mm. locker room feel, everything. And I guess you could include crowd too, because look, you can have the greatest production in the world. If you go out and draw fifty people, it's gonna feel like shit. I, they had like a good group of guys. They had a really good crowd. Um, not the best cage. I think they made that. But you know, what? And, don't um, lie. Like chicken wire. Oh, some two by fours. Would you call that a cage? Uh, it was a cage. It would have held a chicken. <laughs> it didn't hold me in Snowball because we had a Falls County Anywhere No DQ match. And I said, but I thought it's a cage match. Like, yeah, but you can just roll under the cage. All right. So Wait, there did. was room to get roll oh, under yeah, it? yeah, about a foot and a half. And Stonewall can roll yeah. under it? Well, yeah. I think, I think we actually just started outside the ring because, you know, why not? McFully did it, right? We couldn't start on top of it because they didn't have a top. But uh, we ended we up still in the show. Oh, actually, you might not even know this, but the next day we were booked – not booked. We were going to Beach Bend. Bend or Bend? Bend? Bend. Yeah, bend. So, yeah. And, uh, Is this I where remember, I went to? Yeah, you went. Oh. I think maybe Tyler Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, mom. the hard four, our mom. Yeah, and, and, and I remember, uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but you were all in my case about, you're like, you're going to go to one of these other shows and you're going to get hurt. Uh, you're going to get hurt doing this stupid shit. I don't know if I just done something stupid or what. And I was like, no, I won't. We do a basic little hardcore match. I do a crossbody off the top rope, blow my fucking knee out to oblivion. And I, like, I mean bad. Like, I couldn't walk the next morning. And that whole day at Beach Bend, I had to act like I wasn't hurt because I knew you'd bitch at me. And I'm up here walking up water slides and shit. And my whole, like, I don't know what was wrong with it, but I could hardly walk and I had to kayfabe. I feel like I remember a little bit about this, but one of the big things where you had already, this is in a period of time where you had dropped a bunch of weight because you're diabetes. And what happened was you had already done this fucking dive on Tony. And blew, I broke my tailbone. Uh, I actually broke my tailbone just catching someone on a normal dive. But then you had also done something at another show where you were just you were falling apart that yeah, summer. You had a broke rib too. Yeah, you I were, had a broke rib for a while. You were falling apart that summer, and it was like, all right, if you're gonna go do some of these bumps in front of nobody who aren't gonna appreciate it. Look, my thing is. And I'm not trying to sit here and say, you know, obviously we're not talking about money here. If you're not well, making any, I, anything in the WWA and you're, you're only making 15, 20 bucks on a good day from an Ian Rotten or we're, we're kayfabing the money, we'll just say whatever, very low amounts. Then we're really not talking about money here. What we're doing is we're talking about creating moments, impressing a crowd. I would like to say I did a swan hunt off a balcony in Owensboro and it was in Owensboro, which means I still did it in front of nobody. You're actually talking about the bump I, that I was just talking about. And that's true. I actually don't think there were a lot of people there at all. Was no, it? there wasn't. I just was, was that the snowstorm show? No, the the dive that we had on that show was Nick Willis off the <laughs> scaffold because he wanted to impress. The, do you all remember that? Can we talk about that now? It's been long enough, hasn't it? When we had that meeting about how it was going to be the shits, and then y'all decided, well, if we're going to die, let Nick die in front of nobody. No, and Nick had already been asking to do a dive. So we go to this show. It's at the Salvation Army in, in Owensboro. And we've already been struggling with the crowd because there's another company across, when I say across town, I mean about three blocks away, run by Bobby Wilson, who's a racist and a bigot and a fucking twat. And all he's doing is sending his goons out to tear down our posters. Bigot B pro wrestling. So we can't, we can't promote. Good one. What'd you say? Bigot B pro wrestling. Oh. We can't, uh, we can't get advertising outright and all this. Cause they're, they're affecting us and shit. They're, Oh, they're reporting our ads on Facebook. Not to get too much into the weeds here, but they're reporting our ads. So anyway, our crowds are already lacking. Meanwhile, we're not doing the same thing to them. So their crowds are picking up. Now, I mean, some, half of them got in free. Some people could call this business, but I don't. I think it's dirty pool. I think it's shitty. Dirty pool. Um, that like being you took said, a shit in a pool. That being that, kind of pool. that being said, our attendance was already lacking, and we go into this show at the Salvation Army, and we're building up, trying to build up all these angles. And I actually think I'm back at that point in time. So maybe it wasn't even the same period of time. 
Um, I forgot which show we're talking about. I'm sorry. I went blank. It was the summer of 2018. Yeah, I had already returned. And uh, I don't remember the name of it either. But we go into this damn we go into this damn show and we got all these matches booked and there's a fucking snowstorm. Well, mm. there is a rookie that comes up to me and he he's already there by the way. He's already at the building. And he says, uh, my mom wants me to come home. And I said, and I had just got done having a meeting with the roster, a show before, telling the rookies, because we had a bunch of shitty trainees at that point in time. They were trainees who weren't, they weren't wanting to show up. What's new? They were, no, our trainees are good right now. Now, I mean, the ones we had at the first of this batch, half oh, of them are yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. That's just always going to happen. Yeah, they weed themselves out. But at this particular point in time, I Some told, people literally weed themselves out. I told the trainees, <laughs> I said, hey, you all, you all have got to be there. You've got to be on time. No more fucking excuses, blah, blah, blah. Well, this guy comes up to me the very next show. My mom wants me to go home. Now, bear in mind, this kid is 17 years old. He doesn't have a lot of, no. He, uh, he doesn't have a lot of, uh, uh, <laughs> I wished that we were on video. Uh, JC motions to me short, th- th- acting like it's Andre. <clears throat> it's not. Then Ray explains that the person we're talking about here has giant tits. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, and, I, and I just say, uh, and by the way, I really like this kid. He was a really good kid. Had, oh, yeah. Potential. It just clicked in my head. Okay. Yeah, now he, no. had, he had potential. That's the thing. <laughs> and I had told him, listen. Any other time, yes, but I just had this meeting. I can't be made into hypocrite. Plus, you're going to have to take some responsibility and let your mother know that you have um, you have to be here. Well, he talks to her, and, and this is what I told him. I said, if you can't, if you can't get permission uh, from her, what you can do is you – I don't mean to get too far into the weeds. I say you can just Damn, take time Eric, off. Fuck. You take time off. Well, tell us about a fish next. So uh, he comes back to me and he says, oh, yeah, she still wants me to leave. And I said, okay. You know, it's kind of like a see you down the road sort of thing. He's at Big B next week. He was, yeah, he was a Big B training with Willie T- Teddy the King. The next week. Willie was his buddy and like said, hey, I don't want to snitch on him, but here he is at Big B. Yeah, yeah. So um, he ended Shout up. Shout out to Willie for letting me know. To kind of jump into the future. Funny he ended up trying changed. to come back. He asked permission. And I talked to Tony, who was doing a lot of the training at that point in time. And Tony said, yeah, if he's going to stick with it. And I said, all right, you get another chance. That was his last show. He when didn't I come did back. When I the training, why don't you ever ask me if people should get another opportunity or even be allowed in the ring? Because I would take a few of them fucking out right now. You for, you for training. I, I, I'm way less of a dick than Tony I had spoke to Logan the true. other day because I was like, uh, I was talking about this picture that was in the photo album. And it's it's me and Dakota and Michael Caden and then all the trainees out, out back, out in your backyard. And I said, I really love this photo. And he said, why? And I said, because this photo tells a story about this summer or fall or however you want it, whatever that season was. And, um, I said, everybody's there. And then he mentioned, you're not in it. And somebody else, I guess, wasn't in it and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, Ray wasn't really there a lot. And he said, Ray was there quite a bit. And I said, I listen, the whole half end. I, I, you were there towards, yeah, towards the ass end of it. And I said, uh, so my point with that is I took over when Dakota kind of quit coming. Yeah. Yeah. You're, he did the first half and I kind of took over. The your half. training was kind of like, like it was then too. You were sort of off and on, but Tony was there the whole time, and that's the reason I went to Tony and said, "Hey, would you is the, is this an issue?" And Tony was very outspoken. Well, Tony, yeah, Tony also didn't like the kid and was tired of him fucking right. playing stupid yeah. too. And I was just like, "If you're here, you're here. If you ain't, you ain't. Whatever." Now I'm kind of the same way he is about just like if you're not going to commit, just stay the fuck home. Yeah. So that was the thing about Jaquare. I mean, whoever that was. Anyway, <laughs> my thing. Here's my thing. Listen, if you don't put respect on that name. We're gonna have problems. Who's? Never mind. No, 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 no. We can get into no. it. Hey, I no. just real quick, without mentioning any names, the person you're talking about, I thought was in our botchamania this year, attempting to get choke slammed by. No, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, very similar, very can similar. You, but can you you can see how if you just look at it real quick? Yeah. Like, no, I can't. You skinhead. <clears throat> Uh, Jesus Christ, they all look the same. You can't say that on here. I'm one sixteenth African American. I can say what I want. Um, so anyway. All that shit happens before the show, right? And I'm fucking pissed already because I'm like, fuck this. This is just stupid. I'm, I'm now, I've got to a point now where I'm babysitting kids, you know? Uh, and you well, can you, charge for that, by the way. Got, we got rid of, we got rid of him and we go into the show. Next thing you know, the people are not coming in. My mother comes back to me and she says, this is the it's worst. Ba- it's bad. She says, it's the worst I've ever seen it. And I said, I expected it because the snow is just coming down. We already knew teardown was going to be a motherfucker. We already knew getting home was going to be difficult. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, I didn't, you know, you can't blame people for not turning out when they can't get out of their fucking driveways. A shout out to the ones that did. But this come out of nowhere. This storm come out of nowhere. We had got down there just fine. Um, 
so there's this there's this match that I have just come back from an injury, and I was every match that I had to me was risky because I come back early from the injury, and I remember saying I'm gonna have a meeting. I'm changing the whole card, and we had a whole. So the way it works out, our card is written before anybody goes out. We have a, a card. It's, it's one thing that I think a lot of people. This don't, is battle lines. It's a lot of people I don't feel like are. Uh, appreciative of our product. This is not a wrestling show where you go and you get booked and then the promoter comes and tells you what you're doing and you've got to remember it. And if you've got a bunch of spots and blah, 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 we have a fucking script to follow and it's there. You can see it at any point in time. It's not written on a fucking dry erase board. So it was at one point. Um, so what happens is we go to the meeting room and I, I tried to make it not a downer. Was it a downer? You usually start off real bad. I've noticed with any negative meeting with you, you start super hard and then you try to bring it back. And I don't know if that's always the best thing, but you're like, guys, it fucking sucks. No one's here. I'm telling you right now, the show's going to fucking suck. But hey, there's another one next week. So just do your best. This is not the dance. This is practice. Um, but don't sh- get hurt, but give them the best. F- but yeah, don't go out. Don't to, go you know, out there and kill yourself. But go out there and kill yourself for the people that are like, here. You know, there's still. You get, you, I remember you kind of doing the not the pep talk, but the hey, there's still people out here that paid money and traveled the rest of their fucking lives. So don't go out here and get hurt, but don't go out here and phone it in because it, we still got to give them a that show. show. Legitimately, in the course of our entire company's history, has been the worst drawing show that we've ever had, and I'd say it was only about fifty Thank people. God, the greatest night of your life isn't the worst anymore. So Finally, someone else took the cake. Imagine only 50 people in the Salvation Army and they're, you know, they're, it's a Sparse. big, it's a, yeah, it's a big venue. So 50 people didn't even look like 50 people. It looked like 20. Um, and I, the reason I remember those battle lines, because this was actually team Knight versus team Waddell and Nick Willis was just right on me on team Waddell for some reason. Well, he's like the third. But we were Waddell trying to brother. make some guys at this point. Vanderpool, I think was on my team. Because I think he was doing his babyface run. Jones was on my team. Um, uh, and Nick Willis. And maybe... I don't know. I remember at the end there was a big babyface scene where everyone stood tall. Because there's a picture and it's got like... Munchie was still around. Willie was around. Black Magic. Like all these guys were in the ring. We all did the fucking curtain call thing. Oh. that Are you sure that's that show? Nope. But I think oh, it okay. is. Okay. I don't think so. Because I think the one I'm talking about was 2018. If Munchie and Black Magic was there, you're talking about a show in 2019. Dates. Yep. That's not it's important. A good story with facts. Well, you know, if we wanted to talk, about, can we could have a whole podcast about the terrible attendance at different Owensboro shows that we've had. It's that, just not the same as the this next show level. that we're talking about is the same show that me and you had a real shitty interaction with at the end of the night. You don't say. Was it? I thought yeah. we had a shitty interaction in Livermore once. No, it was Owensboro. I think me and you had a shitty inter, uh, interaction one time at Teardown in Owensboro too. Because some it. people kept coming to me telling me, JC, they ain't doing shit. And finally, I was like, if y'all ain't going to do anything, get the fuck up and go home. And I think you just went home. <laughs> Ray don't know how to approach anybody. No. Well, I said anybody. shit like three times. No. It, this one happened. I was I was sitting down, and Chris was in a bad mood for something. It wasn't due to the like the turnout. Something else had happened on that show. And he was in back somewhere taking care of something. And Terry called and was like, there was a bunch of people standing around. And I think... It was dumb luck that I ended up in the in the line of fire, but Terry came over and said, Chris said, if you're not going to do anything, go home. And I was like, fine, I'm going home. Fuck it. So you're shitty. Okay. Yeah, that's a Teddy King move right there. Well, fuck it. Instead of picking up and working. Teddy King's changed his ways. He is a father. You respect him. I will. I, I, that's, you know, teardown has always been uh, an Especially issue. that building. Not with you all, but I know like ringleader and people like that have always had a problem with teardown. Well, fucking need it. I've heard shitty people. I've heard other little shitty comments made about teardown. And to me, it's like, that is the most prideful thing we do during I the whole it. show. It, well, you don't do it. That's because I'm doing everything else that we can't say that I do here. Don't act like I ain't doing shit. Motherfucker. We can't say it next year. We can say it this year. Anyway, no, cause then everyone will know. Okay. Fabe. My Fabe. My point is, is that I feel like that's the most prideful time. Someone, People don't, to me, put me over one time. And maybe it's in my mind. But how my work never ends here. And how nobody's work ever ends here. Bullshit. Oh, you, you're talking about the backstage. So Ray and Kendra and some little girl for whom I've never seen in my life put posters up for Corbin the other day. So props to Ray. Uh, and on the way over here, once I reminded him that he had something to do, he actually had to send a message. Who would you say out of everyone in the company? Has probably hang, hung, hung, hanged up the most posters in the history of the NBA. 
Yeah, I think you've probably done that. Okay, man. I just want everyone to know that I am responsible for the draw in every one of these towns. If you that well, mo- not by being over. By the way, the only thing we do now besides Corbin, the only thing we've done all last year was do Facebook ads. So it's not true. When he says he's responsible well, for the draw, I don't know what the fuck talk he's talking about, about. Last year, literally the only town we don't put posters up in usually is fucking Evansville, and that's the only thing we ran last year. So you can't really take that into account. But Central City, Owensboro. A lot, sometimes you'll get Livermore done on your own. Sometimes I help you. Or you'll have someone else what? help you. I used to do Livermore all the time, even though it's fucking 10 fucking places, so don't act like you're all high and mighty. But, yeah, uh, I get 20 posters up every time. Greenville Powerly is the same way. What is? Yeah, and see, JC and Jen get Greenville and Powerly done all the time. So yeah, I'm just saying, you know, y'all do a couple towns each. I do all of them. It's great. Me and Chris tried to go promote Independence Day in 2012 one time together in the Firebird, and... The only thing that ended up having is we went to Sonic, both got Route 44 drinks, and I spilt mine in my lap. We didn't end up actually advertising that? No, we put all the cards out at the uh, at the fair that year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, l- let's face it. JC Jennifer does Greenville. You and K-Fabe does uh, Central City. I do Livermore. And by the way, Tyler used to help me too, but he fell off face here. Um, I wonder if you ever listen to this and here's all the shade you throw at him. I <laughs> My fucker better get some sunglasses. Well, he knows I love him. That's no, wait, the thing. they don't make sense. Um, and then uh, Evansville, no one promotes. Owensboro, you know my favorite period of time in the WWE is when we used to come together as a big-ass group, and we, we would go meet up at the theater over at the convention center, and we'd all, like, we've got 100 damn posters here. Just and- say it. You miss one. No, that's not even there. I'm talking about. Well, I will say I miss Teddy because Teddy was helping. To be fair, it used to be kind of a bribe. It's like, hey, we're all going to meet up to Owensboro and we're going to go eat and we're going to go do this. We're going to do that. But also, by the way, before we do that, we're going to we're going to promote. So hang people will be like, for three hours. People will be like, oh, okay. So if I go hang up these posters, then I can go with a big group to go do stuff. And it was like the last couple of times that it was like, hey, we're going to get a group together to promote. It was just promote. I will say that I, I think it's backwards. I think We've that, always done stuff. Backwards. I think that it's always been hard to get like a big group together to go do things. And but that era was a lot different. I, I miss those times, and I hope we get back to it. And then in order to do so, that means running more shows. And that is my segue back to Eddieville and Corbin. I've got to ask you because you're familiar with Corbin more than I am. Why do you think the crowd's going to be so good? I mean, I'm not saying I think it's going to be so good. It might take a little bit of building, but I know that anyone I've ever seen run Corbin has had a good crowd, and I don't feel like anyone's ever had our. Uh, level of production and talent. So I just think if they get a taste of it, they're going to want more of it and they're going to want us back. And, you know, especially once this COVID shit dies down, I think we could pack that building out. So because I'm more familiar with the Eddieville area, let me tell you, not with a crowd, because I don't know who ever run there, but they have had wrestling there. But do you know the most, and I've told you all this, but the listeners probably don't know. I am most excited about Eddieville because of the small venue. I mean, this is a, this is the smallest venue we've ever not ran. Not too small though. We'll still adhere to all the rules. You won't get COVID. Well, we can't promise that. I mean, we 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 assume you won't get COVID, hypothetically. Well, there's a vaccine out. You'll be fine. Take the vaccine. Anyway, I don't think you can just go get that shit. Uh, anymore. No, we're gonna make sure people are, are wearing their masks and or be sure to wear oh, your mask. So you're gonna say we're gonna you make all sure we yourself have... can take it upon yourself to make sure you're doing the proper social um, distancing Kat if you can. And uh, whoever else is in concessions will be selling the vaccine. What the hell? $100 a shot. Oh. We're not going to promise it's the vaccine, but something will get injected into your body. Yes. Concessions. Now, all we're offering there are vaccines. Anyway. Why are you thumbing? Nobody's going to give a fuck. What? I'm not fingering fingering. you. Shut the fuck up. Not fingering me. Fingering in. So this this venue, though, it's very, very simple. It's really clean and nice. Uh, The concessions is off in its own little room. Um, The bathrooms are easily accessible. But here's the thing about it that makes it like... Number one, I love challenging myself uh, on on different. What? Trump popped my neck. Harder than that. You got almost like whipping yeah, your I hair. Yeah, I can't do it. If I oh, pop, just did it, uh, I can't pop my neck. It'll fucking break. That's not true. It will. My neck's fucked. Um, whenever we went to Evansville, we started running shows full time at Evansville. It was like it was exciting for me because it was a new venue to get to play around with and figure out how we were going to set things up. Eddieville is going to be so different because of how small it is, but I'm also going to have. A great deal of fun. Is this like the size of that uh, firehouse we worked for with Joe Gray? No one's going to care about this. Move on. <laughs> no one's going to. I'd like to say, though, I think Eddieville will be cool, especially when we get into the summer months, because if they start releasing those COVID restrictions, we can hop over to like Katawa and stuff and like people coming off their boats and stuff. Let's we see. can promote down and there. Nobody listens that speaks Japanese. We can Katawa. jump over to what? Katawa. The China now, virus. Every time you say it from here on out, I want you to say it as if you're a ninja. 
Tower. <laughs> what the fuck? He said a whole different Anyways, anyways there'll be a there'll be a lot of people coming Bro, off their boats and if he stuff. Was Japanese, he would be Kenzo Navagachi. What? Kenzo Yamaguchi was his name. I don't know what the fuck. You don't know said. who Kenzo Yamaguchi is? No. That's um. Uh, Can we do next week without him? A DDT is a Finnish Japanese gimmick. Kenzo Amore? No. Wait, that's what? <laughs> Japanese. Could you say him being related to DDT is a Finnish? Yeah, let, let him finish his. Anyways, there will be a lot of people that are out there boating and stuff, and when the sun starts to set, they come off the boat looking for stuff to do. Bro. So we can promote in down in Katawa at like there's restaurants and stuff called Hubie's and Buzzard Rock places like that. Idea. You're familiar with these places. Yes, cuz we I used to play music down there. So, so and I've got some people that actually have a houseboat down there that would probably be willing to help us promote down. Hey, there. instead of promoting, why don't we just get a barge and have fucking fucking wrestling on the lake? That'd be pretty if cool. If you could figure out how to get the ring on a houseboat safely, I know some people would probably be down for it. Look, they try to get Jericho bands on They try it. to get bands on houseboats all the fucking time. Imagine there's a ring all right, imagine there's a ring set out in the middle of the lake, right? Just on this platform or, or a barge or something like that or a boat. And then the idea is people have to pull their boats up to yeah, the ring Yeah, it's like a Trump watch, rally, baby, a Trump rally. But then there's a part you can't bring boats into, and we have to enter on boats. No jet skis, bro. Jet skis? Yeah, because uh, turning a boat around ain't easy. We've been to the lake. WCW, I'm, I'm if we do this. WCW had bash at the beach. This would be what at the lake? Lawless at the lake. I already tried to get you to name that. That's for awful. Twenty third. Um, I would be cutting promos from the dock because I can't swim and I'm not getting that far out of the water. Sounds like you would be wake and bake at the lake from your dreams. <laughs> what? That's wake true. and bake. You're talking about dream about the THCs. Oh yeah. Um, but I am excited for it because it is the lake area. I will say this: we're not a bunch of old white people retired. The idea, even though we're not putting posters up for this show, it's a small venue, like I said, so it's not like we have to do way too much promotion. This venue is the type of venue where if you put 50 people in it, it's going to look full. My thing is, is that if we do get to the point where we have to promote heavy, as long as I see, because you've been down towards the Eddieville area, as long as we see more WWA posters than Trump flags, I think we'll be okay. Oh, you're screwed, buddy. (laughs) You are screwed. Them boaters, they got a lot of money in tax breaks. That's where they get the yachts. Now that Trump lost the election, do you think they're going to keep their flags up, or do you think they're going to? Oh, they don't care. They're still everywhere. Just to the don't tread on me. I also want to know what you're going to do. The South won the Civil War in the 1800s, and their flags are still up. I just want to know what you're going to do when that guy that yelled at you that one day when you were coming into the dock way too fast told you to slow the fuck down. You know, as when he's in the crowd at the show, what are you going to do? You know as well as I. So yeah, you know as well as I do. I wasn't going too fast. So there's an idle speed going up to the restaurant where where you're near docks and things like that. Yeah, you create no wake. Well, this guy, I, I know exactly what happened. We're in a rental boat, and it says on the side, rent me, right? So this guy from his fucking house, you know he just fucking lives there on the dock, the fucking idiot. Anyway, you can bet, he he just screams out to me. He says, uh, slow it down. Sorry, I spit on your microphone. Anyway. That's what it's made for. And I thought, what the fuck? It pissed me off, like, to a point where if he had said something else, I'd have wanted to say something back. You'd have swam your ass over there and fucking yeah, put your fucking fins on. you didn't on. know where he was at, though. You couldn't tell where he was coming from. But he saw that fucking rent me thing, and he thought, well, I'm going to take advantage of these people. Oh, so, um, off subject, but do you think the Democrats were the one who blew up the RV to take out the voting polls for the AT&T? You work with some fucking idiots, don't you? <laughs> Bro, I did see a video today where the bomb blew up on the other side of the road from the RV. They think they shot a missile at it. He's stupid. The Democratic Party. This is what happens when you work with a group of fucking Republicans. (laughs) It's one guy. (laughs) And it's fucking great. It's entertaining. I don't know what happened with the damn RV. Maybe it was a bomb. Maybe it was a bomb across the street, not in the RV. Maybe, and the RV was putting out the warning, but people were saying, eyewitnesses, not your fucking conspiracy theory Republicans. Eyewitnesses were saying that the RV was sending off signals that that were warning people. I'm just trying to get you going. They found remains at the site. Don't point that gun at me. <laughs> it's a piece of foam. Uh, they found remains at the site and matched them to DNA from some guy's house. So apparently they found out who did it, but no motive. So who knows? Yeah, because there's no motive, people are going to go, it's Biden. Biden, they tried to take the election look, from Trump. I be- look, I believe there is something bigger than all this shit in the government. Oh, I don't. God. I don't think it's Illuminati. But I don't think the president is actually the guy who's making these goddamn decisions. I think he's just the fall guy. There's you don't think the president's on. making the decisions? I will no. say. Yeah, so you, you're telling me it wasn't John F. Kennedy that decided that somebody from his own government was going to put a bullet through his fucking head? Exactly. That's what I'm right, saying. Right. I don't trust the government. It ain't the Democrats or Republicans. I don't trust none of them. I did see a lot of people also saying that Trump was making a big deal about that 
that stimulus bill just so he could get the heat off who all he's pardoned. Oh, yeah, there was a lot. Oh, well, look, here's the thing. I did not mean to go down this route. No, let, just we'll like just say that real quick. No, this is the road. thing. So Trump has been against giving people this fucking stimulus bill. It finally gets passed in, in, in the, uh, you know, in the House, and they're going to give everybody $600. And then Trump comes in like he's fucking Batman and says... And goes against his own folks. Says, you know what? I'm not going to vote on this $600... Uh, pay, I'm not going to uh, sign off on it. The $600 checks to people. I want $2,000. So he seems hey, like I'm the baby face. For him. So what happens? The Democrats say... Yeah, we're with you. We've been trying to get everybody 2000 bucks. We're going to send it to the Republicans. What happens? The Republicans don't give way on it. They Mitch don't McConnell accept it. McConnell shook his gizzard and said, Too much money. Take away from big business and corporations. So what's your views on uh, all you the just, money that You just was... said Mitch McConnell was boss and ass? <laughs> Look, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, You'll be punished. what's true and what's not. But uh, is it wasn't there like a bunch of stuff in that bill where they were like a bunch of money getting sent to foreign places too? Yeah, Trump also said and take so that away. Like, supposedly took a lot of that out. A lot of what people had been reporting, like you'll see posts and shit on Facebook, and they'll talk about how it was sent here and here and here, but that's not the same bill, and that's the thing. But I get it. Look, if money's being sent to places you don't deem appropriate, you're not going to like the bill. That doesn't mean there's not a reason it's being sent they there. They play a lot of CNN at Let's work. Let's quit fucking with these so, people. Fuck. I think when you worry about us and us only. But apparently you they... Can't, you can't do that when you're the fucking leader of the free Apparently world. they also no said that... Trump, we ain't got a leader. So Trump go, goes ahead and signs it, right? But his deal is, I'll sign it, but you got to take the $2,000 stimulus bill and vote on it again. Look, we're about the same leader of the world as Devin is in his life when he said be a leader and get more testosterone. What's the, the what's the update now? We're recording this on Monday. It's going to be released on Wednesday. What's the update as far as you know on the on the checks? Are they just going to be $600 checks? Because Trump, uh, Trump then week, gave into it, by the way. Yeah, Trump then gave into down. it. Yeah. Well, the House passed the... Um, Approved the increasing stimulus checks to two thousand bucks, and now it's just it's in the Senate, and it's as of an hour ago, it doesn't look like anything's been shit ain't happening, bro. Yeah, last thing I got sent by Yahoo Mail was that Trump signed off on six hundred dollars, and checks will start next week, but that he waited long enough to where it screwed some people out of getting unemployment for another week, so people are even screwed. That's another big thing. People got screwed out of unemployment, and people who were thinking that they were going to get these checks for Christmas, Trump put a kibosh on that. Because there's no, they didn't get it in time. What do you think Trump got for Christmas? Oh God, he golfed. No, what? He, what did someone get him? Like what? Like his daughter, wife, or whatever it is. Like whichever one that is. That. Well, his daughter, who may also be his girlfriend at this point in time, probably got him some condoms. Because last time I think he came in her. Oh, good God! <laughs> someone should be listening to Devin. What? Semen retention. Trump semen retention. I did read something one time that said as soon as Trump was out of office that his wife was going to divorce his ass. I I don't understand. Look, the guy married an immigrant, so why does he want to keep all the immigrants out? I don't get it. But hey, let's get back to some important shit, real shit like pro wrestling. Uh, quick rundown. January second, yeah, because this is going to close us out. January second, we have WWE Hysteria Survival, the season six premiere of Hysteria, the critically acclaimed award-winning YouTube channel show that we have. How much spit did you just have in your mouth? It went in my throat. It the felt cr- like I just ejaculated <laughs> in my mouth. Um, what? It will be main evented by me, Superstar Ray Waddell, uh, beating Vanderpool, your buddy, for the WWE Championship. Plus, what else is on the docket? One more time, the feud is renewed between CCW and Josiah. You do not want to miss it. It's worth the hour drive. And what else is uh, 747 in his second slash third match ever goes up against the gatekeeper, Jordan Whitaker, and Logan Legit gets the challenge for the national championship. That and much more. I hear there's going to be some big announcements at the first of the show I, I have concerning a, the trend killers. So you might want to be there. I mean, you're booked, so I hope you show I'm up. I'm going to be there. I, have an, I wouldn't call that a big announcement. Nothing they do is big. But I do have a big he announcement. He got a dong on him. I do have a big announcement as it relates to the, you know, I've talked uh, at nauseum, called me Eric, um, I have talked at nauseum about my health issues and all that. I have an announcement to mention. At the How's that watch you working for you? Um, and Blue Chew working okay? I also want to to really, um, I want to address Josiah, and I want to address Vanderpool. And it's going to get real, ladies and gentlemen, be yeah. there. And then just one week after that, look, we've had all this time off, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to fucking get back to business. One week later, Corbin, Kentucky, right over there by London, you know, not England, um, I will once again be in the main event because, you know, I hang up the posters. Uh, I put myself on them. I will wrestle Alexander Knight, Corbin Street Fight, plus the Ultimate Opportunity Battle Royal. And this isn't like these other indie shows with these throwaway battle rules. I'll just put them in there. No, the winner gets a contract for any championship shot at any time. Well, there's a stipulation to that. There's going to be two battle royals. In the one night? No. 
The first Battle Royals in Corbin for our Corbin crowd. The second Battle Royals in our second Eddieville show on the 23rd of January. And that match... Hot damn, two chances to win. Nope. Those what? two winners of those matches will go on to face each other at the very next show that we have, probably the next Hysteria. And the winner of that will be your ultimate opportunity. Oh, so it's almost like a tournament. It I is. It's, it. it's like a Battle Royal tournament. You know, Imagine I'd that. like to win it, but... Just saying, if you won one, Michael Caden won one, then you guys had to fight. Yeah, but see, here's, oh, the, here's, here's the thing, right? While I'd like that for that to happen, I'd like to see Chris win one and you win one. Then, that way, since you all argue on the podcast all the time, we could really see who the better brother is. Well, Chris ain't in them, and you'll learn more about that while on, on January 2nd. I'm and excited. See, and see, Are you scared? The, we kind of glossed you scared of your brother? On the 2nd, we're in Eddieville for survival, and just two weeks later, two weeks after that, on the 23rd, we return with Lawless. We return to Eddieville just two weeks later. And there will be some other big matches on that stuff. I hear that... Uh, you know, some shit's going to go down. I mean, not that I'm in the know with anything. I'm excited. Are you excited Wouldn't about that be I'm three excited weeks? to get back to business. Uh, Can I just make... Andy I thought Bashir, we had a week off. I voted for you, and don't fuck it up. Isn't it three weeks? I thought we had a week off. I thought it was Eddieville, Maybe Corbin, a week weeks. off, Eddieville. That's right. The 16th That's we have off. Yep. Just remember, 2, 9, keep your, 23. Keep your eye out two, on Facebook. 9, 23. Hey, 2, Oh, it would be nine, three. Yeah, we talked about that. Hey, 2, 9, Did you know 23. the last time I looked, this is the first time in the history of the WWA, and, and obviously maybe we're cheating, but this is the first time in the history of our company that we are the only wrestling group with dates on the Kentucky Box and Wrestling Authority board. We should be the only ones. It's true. So oh, OVW ain't running? I thought they were in with the health department. No, they're not They're not on the board. Okay, so they probably don't for Corlin Moore and the Superstar Ray Waddell, remember that next week is the season finale. This be the Saturday. last chance to listen. Oh, no. What are you saying? I thought you were talking about the season premiere. No, of no, Hysteria. no. The season finale of the Waddell Show podcast. It's been a great year. I think it's time to take some time off and sort of reset and then see how things go for the and future. I'll be back the next week with a different co-host. We haven't made it a, a new year podcast. yet. Well, you know, it's almost a year. Look, this how it look. We'll talk about that next week. So for these two guys, I'm CCW. We're going to talk to you next week about the year-end awards. So don't miss it.